Hello and welcome to the Later in Life Love podcast with your friend Mimi. That's me. Since this is our very first podcast, I thought it made sense to begin at the beginning and talk a little bit about how the podcast came about and the vision for the future, what I hope to see in future podcasts. So you probably guessed that I am over 40. I'm 51 to be exact. And I'm single, divorced twice. And it was only last year that I decided to put myself out there again and start dating after years of mostly just being about work, work, work for the longest several years. And what I realized more than ever after deciding to start dating again was that dating was much different at 50 than it was in my 20s and 30s. And, uh, you know, I realize that's obvious, but it's also illuminating when you actually experience how different it is to be dating in your 40s and 50s and beyond. And so what exactly do I mean by different? Well, um, you know, speaking in general terms, and I realize I'm probably going to make several generalities here, but in general terms, there's a lot at stake for us at 40 plus, right? So typically we've had at least one marriage. So we have ex-wives, ex-husbands. Many of us have adult children, maybe even grandchildren. We may have elderly parents in the mix. We have careers. We have 401ks. We have homes, cars, long-term friendships, good and bad habits, routines, hobbies, preferences, health priorities, etc., etc., etc. And what that means is that, um, you know, at the most basic level, we have an established life. And when we decide to start dating, someone is stepping into that established life. And we're also stepping into their established life. And not that all of that can't be true at the age of 35, but as we get older, the more established that life is, the more entrenched we sort of get in, in our own life that we have uh, since created, right? And I would say in some cases, we may be so entrenched in that established life that we don't even want to blend that life with someone else in anything long-term, which that in itself can be tricky because uh, there are situations where you don't necessarily want to blend lives, but, you, but yet you still want companionship. Again, sticky situation, but it happens, right? So I also think that we older folks, um, 
and I hate to use that word, when I hear older folks, I almost sound like somebody in their 80s and 90s. But when I say older, I'm talking about 40 plus, right? So we've made some mistakes, generally speaking. And in some cases, those, and I'm talking about relationship-related mistakes in terms of marriages and relationships, uh, romantic relationships, in some cases, the mistakes that we made have been costly. In some cases, very costly. And we are not about to repeat them again. Which, again, can set up a situation where we're guarded, where it's hard to open up. It's hard to be vulnerable. Uh, it's hard to be optimistic, even. It's hard to be patient with the shortcomings of others. And, you know, once again, I'm speaking completely in generalities, but hey, prove me wrong. I think these are very common issues in our dating pool. And I just wonder, is this sounding familiar to you? Is the sound, am I describing you? Am I describing your friends? Could be. I know it describes, some of these describe me, some of these describe my friends, some of these describe both. Um, so the question then becomes, how do you find love with all of that going on? And if you've been fortunate enough to actually find love, how do you blend your established lives together successfully at our age and actually keep the love you've found. So if you're looking for love with all of all that I just described, how do you really open yourself up to really being in a meaningful relationship? And if you've been fortunate enough to think, wow, okay, this might be, I might be onto something here. How do you actually keep that love? Those, those are the questions that Many people, again, in our age group who are either dating or contemplating dating or in a new relationship, these are the things that we're thinking about. And by the way, one of the things that I want to point out about this podcast is that it's really going to be about exploring ways to build meaningful relationships. So right off the bat, I want to establish that. I'm not talking about um, hookups and just random dating. Like I'm talking about people who want to create something meaningful. And that doesn't necessarily mean something that leads to marriage or is marriage or even living together. What I'm talking about when I describe a meaningful relationship I'm talking about something that is not superficial, something that is very real, where you feel you have a friend, you're respected, you're appreciated, you're encouraged, you're supported, a true, meaningful connection and relationship. Last year, I was about to give up on love and just go back to focusing on my work and my career. That had been much more meaningful to me than work, than, excuse me, than love and than dating. I I'd, I'd had better success <laughs> at that. And that's what I was thinking about doing. 
And I had dated someone for about four months. It didn't work out. And I, I just thought, okay, this, you know what? I don't have time for this. Forget it. And as is often the case, when you decide to do that, lo and behold, I meet someone awesome. And now, wow, okay, now I'm 50, twice divorced, and I meet someone like really awesome, and I want this to be something meaningful. And now I'm more motivated than ever to get it right and to ward off any type of pessimism. And so what that meant for me last year was watching a whole bunch of YouTube videos and documentaries on dating and relationships and really trying to examine myself and examine past relationships, examine past mistakes, examine where I was at in, in terms of my mindset and my sense of vulnerability all of those really deep questions I started exploring. And by the way, there's great advice out there. There is great advice out there right there on YouTube. There is great advice to be found in counseling. All of that I'm a firm believer in. And that brings me to another important point about this podcast, and that is that I do not claim to be a dating expert. And this podcast is not about giving you dating advice because I am certainly in no place to be doling out dating advice. Oh no, no, no. We're in this thing together. So you're going to bring your insight. You're going to tell me about things that have worked for you. You're going to tell me about the mistakes that you've made and what you've learned from them so that we can both grow. And I'm going to do the same thing. And we're both going to grow and develop, and it's going to be a wonderful exchange of ideas. And, you know, that being said, I do think there are some things that I have gotten right, and I'm very happy to share those. And But my hope is that in, in all, uh, at the end of the day, that we both, that all of us come away as, as better people. I also have some awesome friends. I have some friends that I have connected with over the years that have truly helped me grow as a person in uh, how I handle relationships. And I've already teed them up to be on, the, on this uh, podcast, and I'm really excited about that. And eventually, you will meet my boo. You will meet this man that I talk about that's so awesome. He is going to be in episode number seven. So look for that because he'll be there. And I also hope to eventually have some experts that I have listened to and read up on. And that might take some time to uh, get them on here. But that is one of my hopes and visions for this show also. And so speaking of my own personal growth, from being closed off to love and relationships in many ways, 
to moving towards that, being closed off to eventually opening up to the possibilities again, I want to share in this first episode what I've learned that I think is one of the most critical things for me anyway, moving forward. And that is that mindset is everything. Just like with most things, just like with career, just like with parenting and you name it, mindset is everything. Success starts in the mind. So if you're thinking, I'm too old for this, I'll never find companionship, I've tried and I've failed, all the good ones are taken. If that is the mindset, life will tend to prove you right. And I'm definitely speaking from experience on that one. And that's why the tagline of this podcast is, it's never too late for love. Because I believe it is never too late for love. You can always find love if you open your heart to it. I do believe that. And I have to remind myself of that sometimes. Even now in this beautiful relationship that I'm in, I have to remind myself that it is never too late for love. One of the things that um, that I've mentioned to him is that um, sometimes I feel cheated. It's like why didn't why didn't we find each other like twenty years ago? And um, you know he he has to remind me. You know what? It's right on time. We weren't the same people twenty years from now and twenty years ago. We may not have appreciated each other, and that's very true. It's never too late for love. So let that be your mantra for this year as we move into a new year. Yay, it's a new year. Oh my goodness, aren't we so happy that we're moving into a new year? 2020 was just crazy. But let that, as we enter this new year of 2021, let that be your mantra. It's never too late for love. Remind yourself of that when you're feeling lonely, when you're feeling frustrated, when you're feeling exasperated. It's never too late for love. So my my vision really, uh, not to get too woo-woo on folks, but my vision is really to offer hope. And when I say offer hope, these are things that, again, I have to remind myself to be hopeful sometimes. It's easy to be pessimistic. But that is the vision, to offer hope in this podcast I want it to be something that's worthy of your time. I want it to be something that you play and replay as as wonderful reminders to yourself that it's never too late for love. It's never too late to make real connections, meaningful connections with people. It can happen. And I guess that tells you I am a hopeful romantic always. I don't think I could ever stop being that. So that's a little about later in life love. I hope you'll tune in in the future. Hope you'll tune into the next episode. My plan is to put these out weekly. By the way, if you have comments about this episode, ideas for future episodes, a personal story, questions, anything you'd like to share, leave me a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash later in life love. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, and remember, it's never too late for love.